everyone, and welcome to the Daily Mississippian Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Coney. Today, we are still on season two of the infamous mid-semester slump. But today, we are talking about how important diet and nutrition is towards your mental health. So, I have a special guest with me today. So, if you would like to introduce yourself. Yes, my name is Melinda Valiant, and I'm a nutrition professor um, and also the associate dean for faculty and academic affairs in the School of Applied Sciences. So thanks for having me. Thank you for being on here. So my first question um, for this podcast is, how important is nutrition slash diet for mental health? You know, I think nutrition and also our dietary intake is important for all aspects of our health. So our physical, our mental, um, and, and it is in those categories because how we eat determines our energy levels, determines um, how our brain functions, determines how our metabolism functions. So I think it's important for us to make sure that we are consuming adequate fuel, uh, which is calories, but also adequate nutrients so that we recover well from activities and we recover well from our daily um, body processes, but also we have the energy to do the things that we enjoy um, and the energy we have to think and pay attention in class, um, not just during our assessments or our exam periods, but the time that we're um, engaging in class discussions. Hey, this is a trigger warning for anyone who does struggle with disordered eating, um, but how does your relationship with food affect your mental health not only in just like the mental health generalization, but how does that relationship also affect your mental health towards school? Yeah, so our um, relationship with food, we all have a relationship with food. Um, if we're over a few months old, we've got a relationship with food. And so some people have more positive associations with food, and then some people have more negative associations with food. And we learn some of those associations based on the environment in which we were raised. So we might have learned those from parents. We might have learned them from siblings or our friend groups. Um, and if I have learned that eating certain foods are bad, but I enjoy eating those certain foods, then I might perceive myself to be bad because I eat those foods. When the truth is, from a nutrition professional's perspective and a health perspective, there are no bad foods. Um, there are foods that might provide us with less good nutrition than other foods, but there's no off-limit food. So I think our categorizing and our self-perception of how that food defines me can make us distracted. We might be thinking about, I shouldn't have eaten that cookie when I should be thinking about organic chemistry. Um, and that can be distracting. And so that leads us into a cycle of, I didn't do well in my class. I might've been distracted by these food items, or I might find myself avoiding situations that put me um, around foods that I have perceived to not be good for me. And so that impacts my social involvement. Um, whereas we need to look at all foods as their food and they have a place in everyone's um, opportunity for their meal patterns throughout the day. So I know that as the semester continues on and we get closer to finals, a lot of students like don't have time to cook themselves meals or they don't have like the, I guess, brain capacity because it's so filled with like schoolwork to like go to the grocery store and get those healthy ingredients. 
So what is the best fast food option that students could take that takes the least amount of damage? Gotcha. So um, this is a really, really common question. So there are a lot of um, faster foods that can actually provide us with some energy. And now that, I mean, now we can order on our phone and just drive through and pick things up. Um, or we can pay extra and have it delivered to me. But, you know, I think that um, I've actually seen those charges from delivery and I'm, I'm not a good, I don't recommend that we incur additional charges from that. So I think that we could order ahead. Um, when you're looking at a fast food menu, anytime that you can find items that contain more vegetables or more fruit, even if that's lettuce, tomato, um, onions, those are all um, food items that give us a lot of nutrients, which help us with repair and recovery. Um, they also help a lot of things like onions are very high in some ingredients that um, tend to help us with inflammation and with damage. Um, things like a turkey sandwich. Turkey has um, tryptophan, so it actually enhances our sleep. So if we can do those things in the evening. And so I think there's a lot of foods that we could seek out um, that are less um, nutrient poor or lower in the the nutrient category than others. Um, and I really think the key is when I am tired and I feel like I'm fatigued, not to run to a stimulant like coffee or a loaded tea, but to think, have I had any food today? Because food is actually where we get our fuel. So our calories are our fuel. And so I think we need to seek out those opportunities. Um, I'll also add that I think a lot of times when we eat out, we might get more food than we need at a time. And so if you eat out and you get a portion that you might not necessarily want all of, that's a perfect way to get two meals. Um, you can have them in your dorm refrigerator, just making sure you don't leave them in there too long and have a food safety issue. But if I had a teriyaki chicken and I ate half of it and then I had half for the next day's lunch or the next day's dinner, that would be a good use of a eating out meal that doesn't take me much time. So I live on my own and I live in an apartment. And when I don't want feel like spending my money on going out, I always try to find like the most time consuming meals. So do you have any, uh, I guess, tips and tricks about meals that don't take as much time, but they give you enough nutrients, they give you enough fuel to keep on with your day or to just give your body what it needs in order to continue doing what it needs to do? Yes, absolutely. So I am um, a mother who works full time and has kids to feed. So I cook um, in batches. I often cook on Sundays enough chicken. I cook enough to use in different ways for the next couple of days. Um, I always think about what I'm going to feed my family, except on Friday nights, I'll add. And then everybody's on their own, but I think through how I'm going to feed my family and I plan around my schedule and my time. And I think that's something that we can do as, as college students, or you all can do as college students and is think, okay, I know Wednesday afternoon, I have some time. I can order a grocery pickup order. I can go pick that up. I can make, I can cook enough food you can also cook a bigger batch of something and freeze it. So make your own frozen meals um, by the foods that you cooked. So part of it is just learning how to do that. 
um, and thinking about things that you like. And I often tell students, if there's things that you like from your mom or your grandmother or your aunt or somebody, ask them how to make them that item. And when you're home for the holidays or home for a break, spend time in the kitchen and learn that food and then find out you can look online, you can reach out to the nutrition clinic and we can guide you on food safety tips. Like, is that food actually a safe food that I could keep in my refrigerator for a few days? Is that something I would need to freeze? Um, some items like seafood, we don't want to keep, you know, more than two or three days. And so I think those are important um, ways that we can take ownership of our own um, diets and also save a lot of money. So cooking at home actually saves a lot more money than eating out, even cheaper fast foods. Um, so we can cook a lot less costly at home. Um, and I know sometimes going to the grocery store is daunting for folks if they're not familiar with how to navigate that. Um, and that's something that there are resources on this campus to help with. Um, each student is afforded an opportunity to meet with a registered dietitian at Student Health so they can call and make an appointment um, to meet with a dietitian. And we also have the Nutrition and Hospitality Management Department has a nutrition clinic at um, the South Oxford Center. That is a fee for service, um, but it is an opportunity for students to get information on self-feeding um, and those types of things like cooking and food preparation. So I know you touched on it a little bit at the beginning of the episode when I asked how important nutrition is for mental health. And you talked a lot about how food is fuel. Food gives you the energy so you don't feel, I guess, so you don't feel overwhelmed by a lot of the schoolwork that you have, a lot of the tests that you will, that are upcoming. But how does diet specifically impact mental health? I think it goes back to that relationship with food. Um, I think that if we are hungry physiologically, like the desire to eat, that's what hunger is. If I'm not eating throughout the day because I feel like I should do that because I might be thinking I need to lose some weight or things like that, my mental health is impacted by the fact that I am restricting my eating. I may also be doing other things to keep um, lengthen the time that I can restrict my eating. Um, my brain is starving for fuel and we're actually getting our fuel if we don't eat from ketone bodies, which don't provide us with a very fast fuel. So I've got this delayed processing. Uh, we have a decrease in some hormones, which give us a sense of well-being um, when we're in that starvation mode. So, so I think that if I'm restricting my eating because I think that that's what I should be doing, and I, I understand that that's something some people think it's healthier if I don't eat as much. Um, so that's really where we see a lot of people feeling more anxiety or more fatigue, which might lead to more um, kind of depressive symptoms um, when they really are. We just need to eat and talk about our relationship with food. RC South will host events in November about how to cook for yourself in the dorms or rather just how to cook and create healthy meals that will both connect you with your friends and with your health and diet. I think this challenge of how to feed myself on campus is nothing new. I started here in 1985 and 
I didn't, you know, most of us are at home and then we come to campus. So this transition piece is difficult. So I think the cooking is an area that um, hopefully in conjunction with William McGee, who does some, they have a teaching lab, we can offer more opportunities for students to learn those skills because it's, I think when people learn to cook earlier, they um, have more of a sense of well-being. Financially, it can be beneficial. Um, and, and also we have a different appreciation for food if we prepare it versus we just always drive through and get it up, out of a container. So, um, you know, I think that seeking out those opportunities to learn a new skill if you don't know cooking. Um, and it's a good, good way to get people together. If students gathered in groups and said, you know, I got Monday night because it's my lighter day, I'll cook and rotate around. Um, it, it's also a very good social opportunity. Um, also, I know that you said you talked about the dorm. Do you have mm -hmm. any like dorm I guess, advice on how to eat um, relatively healthy. Cause I know when I lived in the dorm, like I ate a lot of oatmeal and I would cook eggs in the microwave. Not that I would recommend it for everyone, but I did do that in order to get some protein in for my day. But do you have any tips yeah, so on like how to eat at the dorm? You know, I think the, the main thing is to assess your space, your storage place that you have um, and think about what, items you can think keep in your dorm. Um, there's some decent frozen meals out. There's some decent um, canned items that I think that if we get creative, we can can utilize those in a dorm room. So I think that is an area that we need to do more education about. Linked below in this episode, you can find simple dorm recipes as well as more information about making simple meals. Well, and you know, like we talk about often, nobody wants to eat in the same place every day, three times, three meals a day. Like we all want variety, even if it's the best food we've ever had, we want variety. So I think giving, help, helping equip our students with those strategies that I can eat my meals in the cafeteria or I can go out and eat on the square or I can cook some things in my dorm room, particularly, um, you know, fill in with those items so that I'm saving money and time and, um, maybe improving my nutritional status as we can sometimes make better selections in dorm room cooking than we can if we're driving through a fast food restaurant. So could you touch base on how important it is, even if you haven't had the best day and like schoolwork is really overwhelming for you, why it is important to enjoy a meal with somebody? Well, I think, I mean, I don't know where you're from, but I'm from the South and many things we do in the South kind of center around food. So most people have some sort of positive response to that, you know, gathering and food being part of that. Um, I think also when we set aside some time to eat versus eat while I study or eat while I'm driving or eat while I'm doing something else, we actually enjoy our meal more and we relax a little bit. Um, and even if you take 15, 30 minutes or so and interact with a friend, there's something positive we get from that. And if I'm sitting here eating stressed while I'm studying, um, I'm just tense and I'm stressed and I don't have that time to give myself a little refresher. Um, and actually, we're more productive cognitively if we give ourselves a little mental break. So not just because we get the energy, 
but because we give it a little mental break. So I think that just having those um, a person or persons, we have a group, we might laugh a little bit and then, okay, I got to get back to business because I got a test to study for. I've got some things. I also can't not mention the importance of trying to get regular sleep when we're busy. Um, and I know the tendency sometimes is when we have midterms when we have a lot of things coming up to just do all nighters. That never works well for our physical or mental or emotional health. So I think we need to try to factor in adequate time so we can still get some sleep. Um, but the eating together, the planning ahead with eating, um, I think can be really helpful. And that's where, you know, if I'm if I've got an open afternoon and I know that you're really busy, I can be like, hey, how about come over by my apartment and I'll take care of dinner tonight. And then you can do it again when you've got some time. We also get a sense of feeling good when we do something nice for other people. So that is another way that I can go, oh, I helped somebody out today. So that all improves our mood when we um, do things for other people and ourselves. Self-care also improves our our daily outcomes <laughs> in terms of mood and productivity. There is no such thing as good or bad foods. Food is fuel for your mind and it is fuel for your body. For your body to use for the rest of the day. If you do have to go to fast food, make sure to just get a vegetable, even if it's a burger with tomatoes or onions or lettuce, just some sort of vegetable to give you some nutrients with your meal. Make sure to eat with friends. Friends, eating with friends, it's a great way to break up your studying or your homework time, have some fun, but also allow your brain to have a break and then get back to doing homework. It's more productive. If you live in the dorm, make sure to click the links below to learn about some more dorm food or go to RC South for the Living and Learning Workshop in November. If you're also interested in seeing a dietitian or a nutritionist, the link below will also help you in that route. Well, I hope that everyone enjoyed the episode. I'm your host, Brittany Coney, and I will talk to you all very soon. Bye!